listening to the IDP guys with Sean, John, and Nathan, the Wizards of Fantasy Football. Your go-to source for the individual defensive player strategy. And now, three guys who could only make an NFL team on Madden. Essen mein Scheiße. Essen mein Scheiße. Okie dokie. All right, welcome to episode 65 of the IDP, guys. My name is Nathan. I'm joined today with Johnny. Hey. And Sean. What's going on? Sean's feeling a little under the weather, and I just got out of finals, so it's going to be a shorter episode this week, but we definitely wanted to get in there. Fantasy playoffs are going on. You guys need that information. And part of gathering your information is uh, check out Clipcast. Uh, It is a searchable uh, podcast uh, database where they uh, their system kind of runs through uh, the script of the show, pulls out names, and you can search, use their search bar to find um, whatever podcasts are talking about the players you're looking for. Uh, so say you're looking for Mike Evans, you type in Mike Evans, it pulls up you know 15 different shows from 15 different podcasts, uh, the five minute uh, clips where they talked about that player, Mike Evans. Uh, so it's a really great um, tool during your uh, research for your for your league, for your lineup, um, especially during fantasy playoffs. It's very important to have multiple resources, getting a lot of different information, different points of view. So definitely check out Clipcast. It's clipca.st. Uh, or on Twitter at clip underscore underscore cast, a searchable podcast targeted clips. So let's launch into the question of the day. What was the biggest surprise from upset weekend? Uh, well, there were, there were a lot of them. Obviously mm-hmm. the, the end of the game for the Patriots was pretty wild. That was interesting. Um, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go off script here. I'm going to go with the Browns. Ooh. Yeah, Carolina, after starting six and three, has lost what, like five in a row now? Um, are we still pounding? Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, mm-hmm. apparently not. So, that, that yeah, Browns um, beat them and, uh, you know, looked pretty good. And they still have an outside chance of actually winning the division, as crazy mm-hmm. as that is. So, yeah, for sure. That was surprising. What'd you guys think? I'm taking the Patriots just because that end of the game was just nuts. Just the way that it played out is absolutely crazy. Yeah, absolutely. That was um, something I haven't seen very much of. John said he's seen that work about three different times in the, what, 30 years you've been watching football. Mm -hmm. Um, But for me, that was kind of like the first time it really, you know, actually worked. Um, But I think a lot of people are putting some grief on Belichick for putting in um, Gronkowski in the back. And honestly, it's one of those things where had it worked, everyone would have praised him for it. Um, So it's hard to really nail that down. Like who, what coach is actually going to think, Oh yeah, they're just going to lateral it around and we're going to miss the tackle. Like, no, that usually doesn't work. So the thing that does work is a Hail Mary and Gronkowski's huge. He's got, you know, uh, he, he's a big body with good hands. So having him back there to go up for a jump ball makes sense. So 
uh, I don't know. It, it was just kind of a fluke. And honestly, you know, the Dolphins are good for that against the Patriots, you know, once a year. Um, but I think. Except, I mean, we ahead. saw the reverse of that where everyone was complaining about not having Calvin Johnson on the field for a uh, Hail exactly. Mary. Exactly. The Miracle in Motown, I believe that was called. Uh, when Yeah, that was the bullshit Aaron Rodgers play. Yep. Uh, outside of time with a free play because of a phantom uh, face mask call. And uh, yeah, that, that set that up. I I would say the biggest surprise I've got from upset weekend, the lions have playoff hopes. Still. No, they don't stop. That's it's, it's the, the, the narrative that's stop. been going around. I'm sure there's a the, lot of help. That whatever. Needs. Whatever narrative you got out there, even if they win all their games, they're not making the playoffs. Yeah, I no, think- you know what? It would that would be perfect Lions. Instead of like losing and getting a good draft pick, they'll they'll win just enough to have a shit draft pick and get annihilated in the first round of the playoffs. Like, Very that's true. Al- that's already what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Except except not making it to the playoffs, so even worse somehow. Mm, definitely. This week's news. Okie dokie. First bit of news was uh, actually in in regards to that Patriots game. Belichick accepted responsibility, said it was his fault and his call, and he screwed the pooch on it. Uh, We kind of already touched on that, so Mm -hmm. it is what it is. Uh, Jordan Reed to IR. Sean, does that mean it's Vernon Davis time? I mean, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I... uh... I wouldn't want to play him anywhere. Yeah. I'm just shocked. It took like Jordan Reed is perpetually hurt and he's been healthy all year until now, which that's the surprising part of this to me. Yeah. He's had a good run this year, um, but it always comes to an end somewhere. Uh, So Malcolm Jenkins on that phantom offensive pass interference call in the Cowboys Eagles game said, quote, the officials need to stay off the bottle, unquote, um, which I thought was pretty Get funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's Cowboys. Jerry pays the refs. What can I say? I'll take it. Uh, Ansa, hurt again. May shut it down for the season. What are you guys hearing? Yeah, I think he's already on IR. Yeah. I think that happened earlier today. Yep. So. Sean, do you think uh, he comes back to the team? Do they? Uh, re- no, they there's sign? not a chance he comes back. That's what I'm thinking, too. Mm. Okie dokie. Uh, Janu Smith, also done for the season. Uh, I've got the backup guy's name written down here for offensive waivers. I don't even know what it is. Um, I'm not super interested, though. Mm. No, don't bother. Yep. And last bit of news was kind of a slow news week. Uh, Fournette threatened to kill a fan. Um, yeah. Apparently the dude, you know, yelled at this that one. Yeah, he, guy was yelling at him, taunting him from the crowd. Apparently, he used a racial slur or something. So, mm. Fournette uh, tried to get up in the stands and threatened to kill him, and everyone held him back. So, mm. people cool. got to just stop using racial slurs at players. That's my, uh, that's my suggestion. Yeah, it's just a game. Or just in is. general, obviously. But like, come on. <laughs> I think getting in fight with fights with. Uh, players is kind of a bad look um it's just not something like they're they're there to do a job they do their job if they do it poorly that's one thing they end up getting cut if they do it well hey awesome uh but 
just just watch the game. Like, be passionate, sure. You know, choke out the guy sitting next to you or something, but leave the leave the <laughs> players out of it. Um, keep keep. I'm never uh, gonna. I'm never gonna get over that seven year old man choking out that kid. Keep keep their dicks out of your mouth. You know, as uh, yeah, Ebron said to Pride of Detroit. Yeah, I was actually I was gonna bring that up, but I was trying to avoid it for you guys' sakes. But that's mm. okay. I guess it's out there now. It is out what there. What is going on with that? Uh, what's uh, what's the deal with that? Uh, they like. I, don't know. I missed that. So uh, after this last weekend's Colts game, uh, I think there was uh, Ebron had a drop in the end zone or something, and so Pride of Detroit said something like uh, tweeted out like rare drop by Eric Ebron or. And so Ebron responded to them, quote, tweeted him and said, keep my dick out your mouth. And so now they're like, pride of Detroit think that thinks that they can fight with him now. Yeah, they wrote an open letter to him. Um, I didn't read it. I don't know. It was, it was the whole thing just seems real stupid. He hasn't been on your team for like a season now. Like, yeah, just keep it moving. Right. Let's be happy for him for what he's doing. Like, I, I just don't understand it. Yeah. Seemed pretty dumb. Uh, all right, and last piece of business is congrats to Pierre and Super Bowl Lions, the co-champions of the IDP Survivor League number two. We actually made it all the way to week 14 in the second version, so nice. that, that's pretty, pretty good. Yeah, for sure. And for all of you in listener leagues, uh, remember, I did promise T-shirts to the winners, um, so that'll be three T-shirts going out once uh, the championship is player is crowned in each of those leagues. So uh, keep on fighting and uh, I hope you enjoy a IDP guys t-shirt. If you would like one and did not win the championship coming up, you can go to idpguys.org slash shop. Uh, there's many shirt designs now that I put up there. There's even a nice hoodie. Uh, I've, I actually purchased that for myself uh, and I enjoy it. So check out our shop. Uh, buy our merch. Uh, it all goes back in to help us make the show better. Um, so that's that. Gut check. All right, now it's time for gut check, the part of the show where we pair two sets of defenders and a set of offensive players together against each other what have you uh, as if you're starting your lineup uh, and then we discuss who we like over the other send it out in a tweet get what you guys think and then talk about it the next week so let's talk about last week's gut checks here uh, the first one is a set of defensive tackles uh, New Orleans Saints Sheldon Rankins versus Cleveland's Larry Ogunjobi 66 votes 62% went Sheldon Rankins. Yep. He had, yeah. He had a good week this week, too. Mm. So the other one is an offensive gut check pair of running backs here. Uh, Denver's Philip Lindsay versus Chicago's Tariq Cohen. 192 votes. 79% went Lindsay. Wow. That's that's a pretty, pretty big majority there. Yeah. And Lindsay didn't. Yeah. Lindsay got into the end zone like what? Once? This past week, yeah. How did he do? That's fine. He did. He did. Well, fine. I thought yeah, Cohen had think, more uh, more production. I don't think so. Yeah, I think uh, I don't think so. like nineteen points or something. I could be wrong on that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
All right. And the last one here is a set of linebackers. Arizona's Gerald Hodges versus the Chargers' Jatavis Brown. 89 votes, 54% went Jatavis Brown. Interesting. Yeah. All right, Johnny, you want to hit us with this coming weeks? Sure. This weeks? So I'll start with the offensive. And uh, these guys are right next to each other in points, but the first one has missed two games due to injury. First guy is T.Y. Hilton. Wide receiver Colts has played and started 11 games this year. 62 receptions, 986 yards, six touchdowns, no fumbles lost. Against the suddenly resurgent, the Phoenix from the ashes, (laughs) Amari Cooper, wide receiver Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Who has played and started 12 games this year on two separate teams, about six and six, I believe. Also has 62 receptions, 922 yards. Seven touchdowns, one fumble lost. Uh, I feel like Hilton's a little more consistent, but Cooper has the bigger games. Um, so I'd probably go Hilton. What do you guys think? I'm taking Cooper. I think that uh, since he moved to the Cowboys, we've seen what he's capable of, and I think that that's probably just going to continue. So you kind of got to throw out everything he did before he got to the Cowboys. Mm. Yeah. He, has, he has been consistent since he's gotten to the Cowboys. Yeah, I, I like this one because it's two players in the offseason that I really wanted to stay away from um, just because I felt like they've been disappointing. But then coming into this season, um, T.Y. Hilton's been fairly good with, um, uh, fuck, what's his name again? Andrew uh, Luck. Andrew Luck throwing to him. And with Amari Cooper going to Dallas, uh, he's been... Ex- Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. So I'm going Cooper here. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I, I was not happy originally with that trade, mm-hmm. obviously, but it's changed the entire dynamic of the offense and it's given Zeke like a second, a second wind. Like yeah. Zeke is so much more involved in the game now because he's not running into eight man boxes all the time. They can play action more often. Um, Zeke's actually been catching a shitload of passes too lately. Like it's just the, the the entire offense looks different. It's like a different team. So I'm, I'm beyond happy with it. Uh, are we still calling for Jason Garrett's head? Always. He's, yep. he's a terrible coach. <laughs> uh, he froze our own kicker for Christ's sakes. Now, I mean, this was a while ago, but how many coaches freeze your own kicker? Like that's, better to have two tries. That's pretty bad. Well, at least one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, first pair of defenders is two safeties. Uh, first one's Bradley McDougald out of Seattle. Has 12 games started and played. Uh, 56 solo tackles, 10 assists, 3 tackles for loss. No sacks, 7 pass defense, 3 picks, 2 force fumbles. And the second one is Eddie Jackson, who's played and started 13 games for the Bears. Uh, has 36 solo tackles, 9 assists. Uh, two tackles for loss, one sack, 13 pass defense, five picks, two touchdowns, two forced fumbles. And this is stupid easy for me. It's Bradley McDougald. Mm. He has a tackle floor. He's got about 30 more tackles than this guy. Uh, he's not big play reliant for his points, which Eddie Jackson is and seems to always be. And that's a recipe for disaster, especially during the playoffs. There'll be one of these games where he doesn't get you a uh, pick six touchdown and you're absolutely screwed. So. I want McDougal. What do you guys think? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm on board with that. Yeah, I like uh, I like McDougal here too. I do really like Eddie Jackson, but yeah, it's just you're counting on things you can't count on. 
Yeah, I mean, like football wise, he's really good. Um, yeah. But, you know, IDP wise, you, you want consistency. Um, last one is a pair of linebackers. And I found this really surprising that these two guys are pretty much tied in points. First one is Avery Williamson, linebacker Jets. Has played and started 13 games for them. Has 68 solo tackles, 35 assists, five tackles for loss, three sacks, four pass defense, one pick, two forced fumbles. Up against Roquan Smith, who didn't even start the first two games of his career. He came off the bench. Has played 13 total, started 11. Has 72 solo tackles, 25 assists, seven tackles for loss, four sacks, three pass defense, one pick, zero force fumbles. And so Roquan's basically made up ground Mm -hmm. this entire time. Um, And he looks like better and better every game. Yeah. He's got like tier one stud in the future written all over him. So I want Roquan Smith. Yeah. And what really impressed me was this past week, watching him drop into coverage and then get that pick off of uh, 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 golf. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That was just, it was good. He he's an all around linebacker. That's just he's going to be producing at a solid rate for years to come. So get him in dynasty if you can. Mm. Yeah, and I think that the answer is Roquan, just based on same level of production, less snaps over the course of the season. Yep. Mm. Interested in helping the show? Make a donation to our Patreon. Click the link on idpguys.org. A $1 or more donation will get you access to our patron-only Discord channel where we will be giving those members exclusive access to mocks, leagues, and other content. $5 or more will get you a special thanks on the show. Special thanks to Scott Temple, Trent Leonard, Mason Rose, David Matula, and my Balzac Ertz, our first donor. Alrighty, so let's dive into uh, the offensive waivers. Um, so you want to kick that off, Johnny? Sure. There aren't a ton this week. We're kind of winding down stuff, and uh, you know the popular saying is you, you go with uh, with the girl who brought you to the dance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's who you dance with. So uh, there are a few though. So I'll, Sean, I'll, I'll start you off here. First one is Damian Williams, running back Chiefs. What do you think? Nope. He had like eight carries, not interested. All right. And so Ware had a nice week. You think Ware's still the guy? Yeah, Ware's the guy. Uh, Williams just got points based on his touchdowns. That's about it. Okie dokie. Second one is uh, touchdown vulture Kenneth Dixon running back uh, Ravens. I actually like this one. I think this is the only one this week that I have any interest in. It's just because he... uh, performed while he was in like not just based on touchdowns but everything else looked good for him too he just didn't have the volume but again it's something where you're not going to start him next week so you're really kind of just holding him for the championship maybe i don't know yeah gotcha uh so after derrick henry's week what do you think going forward yeah i mean it's you can pick him up obviously if he's out there but again like it's tough because are you going to play him next week? Probably not. If if you're in a situation where you're going to play Derrick Henry, you're probably not 
in the playoffs right now, you know? <laughs> I'm playing Derrick Henry. Well, your team sucks. First uh, first seed. Yeah, I had him on my bench, and I still won my uh, matchup. Well, okay, then, Nate, explain to me why you're playing Derrick Henry this week. my running backs died throughout the season. <laughs> um, I've it Basically, I'm <clears throat> it's uh, Derrick Henry or um, uh, the Cleveland Browns running back, uh, uh, Nick, Duke, jo- Nick. Duke Johnson. Oh, okay. oh, Jesus. Don't even get me started on Duke Johnson. <laughs> so basically who got me to the playoffs was Matt Breida, but Matt Breida's dead. No. So. Your running backs are really bad. Yeah, you should see my wide receivers, though. Yeah. And and my quarterback and my IDP. You, you know, it was just you always have one weak spot on your team. Mm-hmm. And yeah. mine is just running backs. Yeah. Uh, all right, how about Deshaun Hamilton, wide receiver, Broncos? Yeah, I actually do like Deshaun Hamilton. He's somebody we talked about at the beginning of the year that I really liked, but he really, uh, he was always going to be the heir to Emmanuel Sanders. So, like, the trading of Demarius Thomas helped Cortland Sutton, and now Emmanuel Sanders going on IR helps Deshaun Hamilton. I think we talked about him last week, actually, too. But, um, but yeah, I really like Deshaun. Uh, how serious is the Sutton injury? I saw he was questionable. I don't. I don't even know if he's actually injured or if he's just questionable. That I don't know. Um, I didn't see that. No. All righty. So, how about Kenny Stills? <laughs> <laughs> no, his he caught eight out of nine targets. Is basically what it was. Like it's not like his targets jumped huge or his snaps jumped huge. He just was more productive with them. And at this point in his career, we know who he is. So if he's not getting that jump in volume, then he's not going to be anything more than what we thought he was. Okay, dokie. Uh, I asked you about Vernon Davis earlier. Uh, probably, what, only if you're super desperate? Yeah, I mean, like really desperate. All righty. How about Darren Sproles, running back Eagles? Yeah, I like Darren Sproles as a fill-in at running back Uh if you're in a situation like Nate, um, in full point PPR, I might like Darren Sproles more than Henry, but. Mm, okay. Okay. People are going to freak out about the Brandon Bolden thing, Miami this week. What do you think? Yeah, no, thanks. Yeah. Um, I got stupid lucky. I had to play Kenyon Drake and that last play mm. did the deal. Um, <laughs> So Chris Conley, wide receiver chiefs while, um, they have some, I mean, it, I heard Hill is going to play. But Watkins is out. Uh, Benjamin's fat. Um, what, what do you think? No, we we don't know what's gonna happen there. And realistically, like you're not starting anybody there. I don't think. You know. Yeah. Uh, Tim Patrick, wide receiver. I forget what team he's even on. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, <laughs> he was trending though. Uh, and yeah, what- it's. It's something where, like, this point of year, like, yeah, we can go through all these waiver wire things, but you're not making your team better by starting any of these players. You know, if if a running back goes down and gets hurt, that's one thing. Um, that's something you can deal with. But, like, right now, you know, trying to pick up, like, a flyer wide receiver or whatever, there's got to be a better option for you on your roster. Okay, okay. Uh, last one is Robbie Anderson, wide receiver Jets. And that's pretty much exactly what I mean. Like, there's no reason to start Robbie Anderson. Yeah. All righty. 
Hey, it's Johnny the Greek from the IDP guys. Want a chance to interact with us and others in the IDP community? Join our Discord channel, a private chat room, and an app on your phone or computer. Message us on Twitter at IDP guys. Email Nathan at IDPGuys.org or go to our site and look for the plugin on our sidebar to join. It's a great place to talk all things IDP. Hey everyone, it's the tipster reminding you to go Bogart the IDP Guy merchandise and gear it up for the 2018 season in style. So go hit up the site shop and support the no bullshit content we bring you to dominate your leagues. Alrighty, let's jump into those IDP waivers. Okay. Uh, most of these aren't waivers. It's more just information. Uh, this one is, though. <clears throat> so, Ronnie Harrison has replaced Barry Church as a uh, safety in Jacksonville. He had a decent game. Five solo, one pass defense. I think it's a decent option if you need safety help because Jacksonville's offense is hot garbage right now. So, you'll get a lot of playing time out of him. Uh, Miles Jack had a great game and, and people are like, Hey, that's great. But he's had six games this year with, uh, six combined tackles or less. And most of those are assists. Um, so I'm staying the hell away from him. He's still too risky right now. Uh, Woodyard had seven combined tackles. Six of them got turned into assists by the stat correct gods. So that screwed a lot of people. Um, he'll be fine though. That was a time of possession thing. Tennessee dominated that game basically in every facet. So uh, assuming they play an offense that's better than Jacksonville, he should be fine. Uh, Williamson and Jamal Adams both had bad games this week. They'll be fine. That was the Buffalo offense. Um, they'll be fine. They've been great all year. Jermaine Edmonds came back, had a huge week this week. Um, I told people it was a dumb stat, but it was a true stat. He doesn't have two bad games in a row. It just doesn't happen. Uh, Jabril Peppers had a terrible game this week. He's risky. I've been telling people that all year. Don't play him. Uh, Deion Jones will be fine. That was a game flow thing. Green Bay just does not pound the rock like a lot of other teams. Uh, Bobby McCain was a nice cornerback option. If Xavier Howard continues to be out, uh, he kind of picked up his snaps and ended up being the guy that was targeted a little bit. Uh, TJ McDonald had a nice week, uh, but it was an ideal matchup. So be careful going forward. Marcus Davenport's back. Uh, he had four combined tackles, but he, if you guys remember, he was, Super hot before he got injured. So, you know, hopefully there's a little bit more of that left in the tank. Uh, Jordan Whitehead is still a good safety option. Just uh, was kind of a weird game flow thing. New Orleans offense didn't really get clicking until the second half, uh, but he should be fine going forward. Uh, Michael Thomas taking over at safety for Landon Collins for the Giants had a big game. He's had a couple big games in a row now. Uh, so he's a decent option if you need safety help. Olivier Vernon has been heating up as the linebacker slash defensive end. I'd play him at DN, not as linebacker. Um, Anthony Walker had a nice game, but we all know the risks with that. It's the Sky Moore nonsense, so mm -hmm. be careful. Uh, Zach Cunningham is fully back. He had 10 combined tackles. He looked really good this week. Uh, Sean Williams' hot streak continues. He had another awesome week this week. Uh, Jesse Bates recovered, had a great week but no one was really worried about him, I don't think. Uh, Geno Atkins, the slump continues. I would just stay the heck away from him. He's been really terrible for like six, seven weeks now. 
Uh, Josie Jewell got in, had some good playing time this week, had five combined tackles and a pass defense, but he's more a dynasty guy. I wouldn't be trusting him for playoffs right now. Uh, Marcel Harris took over at safety for the 49ers because Tart was injured. And I think Exum Jr. was injured too. So this guy's like really back there on the depth chart, but he had a really nice game. Uh, it's a little risky though. Who knows what's going to happen going forward. So I'd stay away unless you're truly desperate. Uh, people are going to look at Camus Gruger Hill, linebacker Eagles, and say he, he had a huge game. And he did, but that was an ideal matchup against the Dallas team that runs Ezekiel at about, you know, 10,000 times and usually doesn't pass more than 10 yards a pop. So I would not continue with him. Uh, LJ Fort has taken John Bostic completely out of Pittsburgh's starting lineup. He has replaced him 100%. So if you're looking for a guy that uh, has Vince Williams type numbers, LJ Fort's your guy. I'm not interested, but it is an option if you want it. Um, Gerald Hodges had a serviceable game. Uh, just wasn't a lot of running going on there. Um, actually I didn't watch the Lions game. How much running did go on there? Not a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so it was more a game flow thing, you think? Yeah. I mean, the Lions offense is just terrible and couldn't sustain drives. Gotcha. Okay. So it looks like Hodges is still serviceable going forward. Hassan Reddick had a monster game for them, but I don't trust him as far as I can throw him with no arms, so I'm good. Uh, and the last part here is Akeem Hicks still seeing offensive packages. They did a, a fat guy throwing touchdown this week, but he was still in there for uh, the goal line package. So that's two weeks in a row now that he has been on offense at the goal line, and he's seen a touchdown one of those times. That's that's great upside. If that's a, If that's going to be a thing, that's great upside. Um, plus, he's had a great, he's like a career year anyway, so you should be playing him regardless. And that's it for defensive waivers. Nice. Uh, speaking of Akeem Hicks, uh, if anyone was watching our live show on Sunday for Start Sits, uh, Gary and uh, Sam at FF Stompy got into a um, a bet over whether or not Akeem Hicks would do twice as many points as uh, DeForest Buckner uh, in San Francisco. And uh, Gary took Hicks and the bet was the resolution was one of them had to shave into a very um, funny uh, Sam was going to have a neck beard. And Gary was going to have chops. Um, well, Gary lost uh, by half a point. <laughs> so uh, we will be doing the resolution of that on one of the lives coming up. So are you shaving it live? Yeah. Gary's going <laughs> to shave live. Um, I was telling him he should go in and get like some stripes or stuff, something done uh, into those chops. Or I wanted to see him. Um, color is hair black uh, huh. oh no yeah but should be a good time uh but we will be announcing that uh later on so with that let's jump into the week 14 in review this is where we each pick three players one of them has uh you know, gone over the, our rankings or over our projections. Uh, one of them satisfied. And then another is like a bus candidate, somebody who 
was underperformed during the season. Um, Johnny, you want to go first? Sure. My overproduce is Bobby McCain, cornerback Miami. I plugged him in for Xavier Howard because uh, I thought the matchup was good. I know a stream in corner this week, and he rewarded me with uh, four solo tackles, three assists, one tackle for loss, and one sack. So, Bobby McCain. Nice. Sean, who you got? Uh, Derek Henry. It's my over. <laughs> um, yeah, that's never going to happen again. So, let's just leave it at that. Mm. For sure. My over is going to be Luke Keekley. Um, he had six tackles, five assists, one for a loss, and two forced fumbles. Very good day for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Met expectation is TJ McDonald, safety Miami. Said he would have a bounce back week in an ideal matchup, and he did with six solo tackles, two assists. Mine is uh, Spencer Ware. I think he did exactly what we hoped he would, filling in for Kareem Hunt. Nice. Not really filling in, uh, kind of taking over. Yeah, taking over, I guess. <laughs> uh, so my satisfied is uh, Matt Milano, who is now out for the season, but he did get six tackles and one for a loss. Wow. So that was that was good to get, uh, you know, what you could get from him. Yep. Uh, my under is going to be Damon Harrison, one solo, two assists, but he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Sean? Uh, my under is LaShawn McCoy. Um, it's, this is the second time this year he's had two carries for one yard and then gotten hurt. Mm. Ouch. Yeah. So, right. Yep. And my under is Mario Addison, who had, he didn't do anything. Zero points. <laughs> um, I, I saw that on, is under. on Panthers Twitter, they call him Mario Stat Patterson. <laughs> mm. I guess he only does stuff like when the games don't matter. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Johnny the Greek. All right. looks like we're doomed to finish like at 500 this year. Uh, had the Rams minus three at Chicago and that did not go well. Mm. Um, that was one of the upsets in upset week 14. Uh, they got their booty holes blown away by the bears who are really, really good. Um, but this week we're going to go with Houston minus six and a half at New York jets. I think they get back on track and just pound the living hell out of the jets. Uh, they lost a close one of the Colts last week. And before that they were on like a, what, eight, nine game winning streak, something like that. Mm. So I think they get back on track. Nice. All righty. We're going to wrap it up here. Uh, it's a short one this week. Uh, so we, we, we got the information out to you. We will be back uh, regular, uh, you know, programming next week with uh, some, uh, I think, I know John's got an article that we want to talk about. We're going to bring in a guest, but uh, for this week, uh, wrapping it up here early, Sean is obviously not feeling good. You can kind I'm of just hear dying. It. I like, I'll be back next week, assuming I survived the plague that's going around Minnesota. Yeah. And, uh, this was finals week for me. So I've been just going crazy, uh, trying to get everything done for that. Uh, but make sure you're following us on Twitter at IDP guys. Individually. I'm at Nate cheat. John is at orange man. Three, one, four, two. Sean is at Lanny one, nine, two, five. 
Subscribe to the show. Uh, you can go to idpguys.org. Uh, on the sidebar, there are links, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, as well as an RSS feed. Uh, so you can just grab that and put it right into the pod catcher of your choice. If you'd like to help out the show, you could donate. Um, there, there's a couple different ways you can do this. One is through our Patreon account, patreon.com slash idpguys. Offer a lot of perks for anyone who... Um, is generous enough to give us money. Uh, all of that money rolls into producing the show, making sure we're covering our fees to host the website, host the show and and whatnot. Also, if you're interested in just uh, more of a one-time donation, you could purchase a, a t-shirt or um, some of our merchandise that's on the website. So idpguys.org slash shop. Um, again, all of that money goes right into the show help us uh, make the show better, get more information out to you. We have plans for expansion in the off season. So um, definitely uh, it, it will be put to good use. Uh, also don't forget on Sunday, we at 11 o'clock in the morning, we do a start sit live show. This is typically uh, Gary, myself and John. We bring in Sam. Sometimes this coming week is just going to be Gary with uh, Joe helping him out in the back end. Uh, there's, I've got some family coming into town. Uh, John and I are going to, we're all kind of going somewhere. So uh, we're going to miss it this week, but we will be back for championship weekend. Um, and so make sure you're getting your information from us through those lives to help start your, your lineups and, and whatnot. So uh, with that, uh, how many leagues are you guys still alive in uh, in playoffs? Seven. Nice. I'm actually alive in way more than I would think because uh, all my leagues where my teams just barely squeaked into the playoffs, I won. So yeah. I'm probably still alive in like 20 out of 30 right now. Nice. Well, I lost all the ones that I didn't have a first-round buy-in, so... Um, this has just been a bad fantasy year for me, mostly because yeah. I overstretched myself and then had a intense amount of, uh, schooling this, this semester. So, yeah. And for me, it's just been the fact that none of the big running backs went down with injuries early in the year. Mm. So weren't those like big time waiver wire pickups, you know? Right. Um, right. so it was a bad year to not draft running backs high unless you took Kareem Hunt, I guess. No, I got in on Chubb and Philip Lindsay, and those two have really helped a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I got some Lindsay and um, Brita. I was running Brita Lindsay at one point, um, which was pretty nice. But yeah, and uh, the thing was, was Chubb didn't ever hit the waiver wire in any of my leagues. Really, like yeah. there were a couple of them, but for the most part, he was just drafted and stashed. Absolutely. Yeah. Someone, real quick, Sean. Someone dropped Elshon Jeffrey last week, and I picked him up. He had a nice week this week. What do you think going forward? Like he, I, my, my other option would have been like, um, fucking Doug Baldwin. <laughs> yeah, definitely over Doug Baldwin. Yeah. He's been one of the biggest disappointments I think this year. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Well, everyone, uh, good luck in your fantasy playoffs this week. Uh, please feel free and hit us up on Twitter. If you have any additional questions, um, we, we are happy and let us know, let us know how you're doing in these fantasy playoffs. If, if we've done anything to help, uh, you get to this point, we really do like seeing that. Um, I know John, every time John gets a message, he lets me know, and we kind of like pat each other on the back a little bit. 
Um, and, and also remember that, um, you know, I've been seeing some people kind of bitch and complain about fantasy football and stuff because they didn't make it to playoffs and all this. It, it really is the effort you put into it. Um, you know, myself, like I know that I didn't put enough effort in this year, so I didn't, you know, I had nothing to show for it. So, um, going out, finding resources like, uh, us, the IDP guys, uh, F3 pod, there's many different resources out there. Take in the information, put it to good use. Um, we're all here to help you get to a point where you could go into the playoffs and win that championship. So, um, with that, I just want to uh, make sure you guys um, have a good week. Stuck the landing. <laughs>